I was laughing at concepts like death, pain. Uh, they were like ridiculous. Like it was like they were so little and, and human compared to all the vastness of this uh, experience. I dived deep into pure consciousness as from minute one. It was just like uh, you described it very well as an elevator. You know, you can go the physical, mental, and emotional, astral, and then you can get to pure consciousness. Well, I took uh, the elevator with no stops. So I actually, I actually rem rem remember the first like uh, just seeing the plane of the astral plane with all like uh, entities and, and just say no, nope. uh, and uh, and going straight up for in this like ocean of pure love, bliss, warmth. All like the worries um, disappeared. The concept of something going wrong was like it, it's impossible. It was like a non-existing. My guest today, Indigo, is a global office operations manager at Bird. Has worked for companies such as Versace and Patagonia. But Indeed. who is first and foremost a bright warm, intelligent, but also heartful young man who has immersed himself not into one, but two psilocybin ceremonies with me. Um, Indigo, welcome. And Thanks. Thank you for being open and ready to share your experience um, and for taking the time to do so. Of course. Well, uh, thank you for uh, being the one providing these two amazing experiences, who have been like life-changing. As uh, yeah, it sounds a bit cliche, but <laughs> I mean, mm. there's no other way to define them. I so I remember your intention. It was about feeling or allowing yourself to receive trust yeah. and feel safe. Yeah. Those were the two words. And it was delivered from minute one. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. It was waiting for you. Uh, it was, uh, and and that's not something that uh, that I experience um, then. And then once the trip is stopped, but it just stayed with me. Uh, it's kind of I feel like the universe is backing me up. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. you go back, you go back to your body, you go back to your dimension, to your life. It's not that you know. It's mushrooms are not a magic wand no. that's gonna solve all your problems magically, but they stay with you. It changes you. Mm. It like uh, and, and it allows you to keep working on you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a process. They start a process. Yeah. So if we use uh, neuroscience, then it's rewiring your brain. Yeah. And by creating these new pathways, then you learn new patterns of behavior and new way of being in the world. So what your brain did, it created a connection for trust and safety. And therefore now wherever you show up, whoever you meet, whatever challenge is coming your way, you stand in your trust and, yeah. and in your safety. Exactly. And yeah. that's the most valuable thing that you could take from such thing. It's so much less about the visions and... You know, we can go to the depths of the universe or under the ground and to the fires of the hell. And that would mean a lot less than this very simple, pure truth that trust and safety is everywhere that I go. Yeah. I, I did it because I have a lot of, I had a lot of trauma uh, from my childhood, my kind of teen years. 
I would say until the age of 25, um, life was not looking really good. <laughs> um, so I had my, for, like starting from the childhood, like my parents uh, had a very conflictual relationship. Um, uh, they divorced when I was six. And so though I was in the middle of this kind of family feud uh, between the two families. My mother had bipolar disorder. She was an alcoholic and she was, you know, under medication in and out of uh, psychiatric hospitals. So it was uh, not really a very calm environment. Um, then I decided to move with my dad, but then I have a, I had a very conflictual relationship with my stepmom. Uh, and so that lasted seven years. That also took a toll. That's when I started also to use um, drugs and, uh, and also like I was drinking. Um, which is kind of traditional in my region, <laughs> in Italy. Uh, but it's also like, it was like a way of escaping uh, all this trauma, the suffering, the pain. Um, so then I uh, decided at some point, well, I mean, life. Uh, uh, and I decided to move from Italy and move to Amsterdam uh, to kind of have a fresh start. And um, that's when I found yoga. Uh so this is a bit like my my background. Uh, so then after yoga, I started to get closer to the practices, but I wanted to um, to stop uh, everything that was extra substances. So um, I waited to do this for a long time until I felt ready. Uh, and when you say this, are you referring to psychedelics? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, um, so I had a lot of friends, like in the last year, I had a lot of signs telling me to, to do it. Uh, like I what kind of signs? How do, would you describe a sign for a person who may be receiving it but is not aware that that's a sign? Just like get in touch with, with people who, have, uh, who were curious about psychedelics, who had done psychedelics, always for medicinal purposes, uh, and they were sharing the experience with me. Uh, it was just also like, you know, um, it was getting more and more part of my, uh, of my life with people that I was meeting, uh, especially with a dear friend of mine, Jamie, uh, she's also, um, she, she's starting her journey with psychedelics. Um, and, uh, so I got her stories and her, um, motivation, um, uh, and so I was waiting, though, for the right moment. <laughs> um, so I wanted to do it in nature. I wanted. I had a lot of conditions, let's say, which was a bit also maybe a little bit of fear of like really taking the step um, until I found you. <laughs> and, uh, and I decided to, I mean, I felt uh, it was the right moment. I felt, yes, let's do it. Uh, and I'm very happy I did. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing also. Wow, what a intense background. And you tell it lightly. Probably because you've worked very long and hard on overcoming the intentions of the inten the intensity of those emotions. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's just stand still for a moment for uh, that story and for that part of you. Um, who has had to undergo those uh, traumas. And looking back, now 
with two psilocybin sessions behind you, all the wisdom that you have acquired, <laughs> if you could go back in time to that indigo, the small you or whatever age, wh what is the age that you see in front of yourself? I think I, will, I might be like seven or eight. That's so when, when you face yourself at the age of seven or eight years old, in the wisdom and maturity that sits now in front of me, what do you say to yourself? Well, I mean, just that it's it's going to be fine. You're going to like bloom in a healthy adult uh, that you're going to be proud of. Uh, and uh, yeah, you're going to overcome any difficulty that stands in your way. Uh, just uh, enjoy life mm. <laughs> as much as you can. Beautiful. It's not uh, less important to enjoy. Sometimes we get so caught up yeah. in healing, in work personal development that we forget that life is here also to have fun also simply worries just mm. we spend like i think most of our lives like worrying about things that never really come true mm. uh, possible negative scenarios and uh, mm. was so there something in specific that you felt was worrying you before you joined our session it, it's um it's about like future, about self-realization. It's about, am I happy with the person that I am? Uh, am I doing enough uh, in your personal growth path? Uh, just like, uh, uh, who do you want to be? Are you really that person? Or you kind of, you know, uh, s settling with a, a lower version, that's fine. Mm. And that coming from a person who, as I know you, and I've only met you two times, uh, but from the things you've shared with me, a person who's done quite some intensive personal development work, lots of Ashtanga yoga, so through the physical body, then Vipassana, so through the spirit and the mind, um, uh, then you're doing Shiatsu, which is, uh, and Reiki, and which is all energy, also body work so even that person who's done so much work is questioning whether or not he's doing enough mm, yeah. <laughs> 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 that, 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 yeah um i mean i i that's what maybe changed the p that, that that's what changed after the two session i'm very happy with uh with who i am I don't think I need to do, uh, I mean, I think we, it's the path of improving oneself. It's like eternal until the last breath. Mm. Uh, so that's uh, definitely, it's not that uh, I'm arrived, but I mean, I, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with the progress that I did and mm. um, I generally don't give myself compliment. <laughs> mm, very well done. So, uh, <laughs> you deserve it's it. It's like a first. <laughs> Maybe it's the mic on my hand. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Finally, we feel empowered. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, that that's one. So the first experience, uh, going a bit more in detail with the experience, it was like really uh, profound and deep. I didn't have a, a, an, a, a, an absolute, like I didn't have an idea what could happen, you know? Like I was... I thought actually my two experiences would, would come inverted. So the first one would be much more on a mental level mm. and maybe with time go on a more like a deep 
uh, on a consciousness level mm. while f- it was exactly the opposite i just mm. like uh, i i died deep into pure consciousness as from minute one wow. it was just like uh, you described it very well as an elevator you know mm. you can go the physical mental and astral, emotional yeah. astral and then you can get to pure consciousness well i took uh, the elevator with no stops <laughs> i actually i actually rem- rem- remember the first like uh, just seeing the plane of the astral plane with all like uh, entities and, and just say nope uh, mm. and uh, and going straight up for in wow. this like ocean of pure love bliss warmth mm. where all like the worries um disappeared mm. like there was no it was in and it was like the, co- the 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 concept of something going wrong was like it, it's impossible it was like a non-existing mm. it was just like uh yeah uh, it was just like i was laughing at concepts like death pain uh they were like ridiculous like it was like they were so little and, and human compared to all the vastness of this uh, experience because it's not a feeling it's not a it's just like an experience i try to to tell to explain to other people many times but it can, it's always difficult, difficult to be put in, in into words and who were you in relationship to this vastness i i was in the vastness there was no me it, it was kind of sometimes you know like i was always because uh, in I was always there, but not there. And when I was, as soon as I was thinking, oh, I am here, something happened. It's very difficult to, to but it, it was kind of a, like a, Im- imagine like a stormy ocean. And when you come up and you say, oh, I'm here, then there's another wave who comes uh, and, and kind of covers you and you become again part of this vastness. Mm. So it was ever changing and... Uh, uh, and evolving but it was never like it was like a warm sea it was not like a stormy sea scary or like it's always i mean it was like consciousness so it can't be scary hmm. it was just like beautiful and and it was like ego destroying in a very uh it was just like uh, playfully showing me how ego is a very um a matter of perspective Mm. it's not something existing Mm. it's just how you look at it and Mm. it can be shaped and changed in like with a with a whim (laughs) you know like it's very it's very easy to uh so what is what is that is grander than the ego and changes and shapes it and moves it i mean it's just everything it's just like everything you can name it you can put an, a, a, any name that you want you can name mm. it god you can name it like the universe you can name it wh- whatever oneness. you want oneness it's just like uh, it, it just i call it either information or wisdom in my mm. in my language mm. it, it's i think it, it's information it's just like pu- a pure flow of information because mm. it doesn't have any quality it doesn't have any uh it just yeah it's just like i would even say it's almost mathematical you know it's just like pure and untouched and there Mm. and uh so yeah that's um that's the the first experience that Mm. i had uh and that kind of like uh uh, it was meant to for me to feel like that anything that will be conveyed to me 
afterwards uh, would be digestible and easy. And no matter what what is coming my way through with the mushrooms, it's it's what it comes from. So I'll I'll handle it, and uh, it's just part and of the trust. Journey. Yeah, a lot of trust. We step forward into five years from now. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, who's sitting here in this chair, right now. So that indigo, what is he saying to you? So the indigo of the future is talking to me now. That I would say that this moment is like the beginning of uh, a new era for you. Uh, that you know, you just like it's just you pl- all the seeds that you planted so far are gonna bloom finally uh, and it's gonna be yeah you're starting the best period of your life wow are you excited yes i'm very excited yay <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. and actually i just remember that when i was in when i was living in india i went to uh, um to have my birth chart read and uh that was back in 2016 i think and uh, they told me that in more or less nine years, the best period of my life will start. And this is now, the it's nine like years. It's like next year. Next year. Yeah. Yes, very good. <laughs> well, we're a bit early. Premature, yeah. nothing wrong with being premature. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Super nice. Okay. Well, uh, aho, may that be so. And may this prematurity serve you so that it uh, intensifies and gets even better than you're imagining. Yeah. And uh, then you decided to do a second session yep. and uh, had another experience. Yep. And was this different than the previous time? It was very different. Uh, so the first time was, as I was saying before, it was like I was like in this ocean. Uh, it's like uh, being uh, moved. Uh, it was at the, m- <laughs> at the mercy of the seas. Well, this time I was kind of sailing the experience um i was riding the wave wow uh it was much calmer uh much cooler which at the beginning i was a bit disappointed Mm. was Uh, there an inkling of a thought in your mind saying i want more mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) no to be honest no no that that no (laughs) uh but uh, i was like oh is it gonna be like a less uh Profound. Profound experience. And instead it was not. Uh, but it was on a much more uh, personal uh, level. So it was not about, you know, I I had the first experience saying uh, this is, you know, like sh- showing me how big and deep the mushrooms, the, the mushroom experience is. Uh, and... Uh, how powerful it can be and how helpful it can be and it can put you uh, in touch with consciousness and so uh so this time it was like okay how do we apply this to you Hmm. how do we it's like a bit more surgical uh, approach like how do we go and fix what needs fixing fixing so uh i i think i closed a lot of doors that needed to be closed and buried a lot of people yeah. that needed yeah. to be buried exactly uh, mind to share a bit of yeah sure. that uh, part? so at, at some point i was like at my uh mother's funeral 
Uh, and, uh, and your mom is still alive? Yeah, my mom is still alive and I uh, hope she's well, even though we are not in touch. Uh, but in, uh, it was just like letting go of the figure of weakness and, uh, and pain and sorrow that she represented. So what I love that you're doing here and that is so important and integral to the work with the psychedelics in general is uh, speaking the symbolic language of the images and visions that we receive and uh, interpreting them being a kind of a translator rather than a literal uh, observer and, mm. and, and and imagining a death of a person yeah. meanwhile you're you took it to the next level so that's that's a very important step to do in in the integration as in okay what what did i bury with my mom what kind of uh, emotions did you represent for me and um what did i let go of yeah yeah definitely because uh, I mean, the, the, that's also the, the how you structure the whole experience. I think it's really it's good that you have like first the mental part. So it's like, uh, what do you want to let go of? What are you looking for? So you kind of settle the uh, like the the intentions are there, and then they manifest into like the mushroom journey. And so you have something to relate to while you are having the experience you can connect afterwards mm. to what has been sent before and uh, it's easy to relate to that. Mm. Yeah. So you feel like the intention served as an anchor for you yeah. to guide the surfing. Well, I mean the surfing happens. It's just <laughs> that you can you can you know you can kind of make sense uh, uh, of it and also afterwards because uh, I then you know right now I'm going to go home. Or maybe, I don't know, I meet some friends. Let's see. Because I feel always very social afterwards, mm. which is generally, n it's a bit weird for me. I mean, I'm a social person, but I'm much of an introvert. Mm. So I, I kind of tend to, uh, you know, withdraw. I don't like so much parties and crowds. Um, so it's very weird to be like... It's uh, different that, than you would expect. Instead yeah. of wanting to go and withdraw into your cave, you're wanting yeah. to open up and yeah. meet the world yeah. because you have more trust and safety in your body. Exactly. And also like this week I went to... I joined like different groups that were meeting never um, never with people that I never met, mm. which is uh, I'm very awkward. Like when I meet new people, mm. <laughs> sometimes I like kind of like shy at the beginning. Um uh, and I just went and did it because I had, you know, I had the feeling that there was like this force backing me up. Mm. Uh, and, and that's why I say that it stays. It's just not experience. It just like changes you. Beautiful. Uh, and I'm curious to see how, how this is going to, when I embody more this, uh, how it's going to uh, feel. Because, I mean, this time my attention was more focused on relationships because, uh, uh, you know, I never really had uh, a relationship. I had I had kind of relationships, but was not really uh, serious mm. things. Mm. Um, so, and I've always wanted. It's not that I. I mean, I love so my freedom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love my freedom. It's just like uh, I realized I don't want to compromise my freedom for anything that is not worthy yeah. uh, enough. Mm. Uh, so the thing is, like, I, I always had this discrepancy between, like, I want someone worth sacrificing my freedom for and I am not worthy enough. Yeah. So there was, like, this this balance in who I wanted uh, and who I was. Mm. 
So how can I have someone worth my freedom when I don't feel worthy myself? Right. Then, th then we're not going to match. No. Uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like saying this, realizing it. Um, how did you realize this? Did it happen in some work outside of the session or was it during the session? No, I think it was during the sessions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it maybe it's it maybe it's been at the back of my mind in mm -hmm. some way. But it's just like, this is the first time that I really wore it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they say awareness is 80% of the work. Yeah. So that's great. As soon as yeah. you bring it to the surface <laughs> of your mind, basically it's kind of done. Yeah. And ready to let go. Yeah, but I, thi I think it's been like uh, these sessions uh, was really making it clear. Uh, also, like how am I seeing, m am I seeing myself in a relationship? Uh, like what kind of you know I s I uh, I always went for people who needed something from me. Um, so I was I was seeing the weakness, the problems, and I was going there to uh, have the Red Cross syndrome <laughs> syndrome, <laughs> <When> <laughs> going to help others. <laughs> <laughs> the Karen, the archetype, you know, Karen <laughs> from the astrology. Uh, maybe I don't know if you've had your chart read. Um, yeah. It's good to revisit what your Chiron is sitting in. Okay, no, uh, yeah, they the never helper, nobody ever speaks helper about archetype. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. okay, interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I think uh, I want someone like uh, I I know that how I uh, like someone strong, you know. Uh, but without me, but I. I don't generally when I found someone strong, I was feeling weak myself, mm. and that's when I was withdrawing. Uh, so I think by changing these aspect of how I see myself, uh, and uh, and generating like this idea of me as a like a a, a powerful uh, person as well who can go with another powerful person. Mm. Um, it's a new way of seeing a relationship instead of, you know, being me the carer of someone. Hmm. So this brings me to the uh, not a coincidence uh, factor of the conversation we were just having during the integration circle um, where someone else mentioned that they saw their future partner and they yep. saw this very masculine figure who is very grounded and very spiritual. And then we had uh, a conversation with respect to, well, before you go on and uh, she said she saw him on Bumble, before you go on and tap on his shoulder on Bumble and say, hey, <laughs> are you ready to become mine? <laughs> I saw it in the session. Um, make it yours or integrate this, sim this symbology or integrate those uh, characteristics that that person represents. And then um, I didn't realize at that time that there was something, a theme that you were as well exploring in your uh, journey. And then now you're mentioning that you saw your future partner coming out of the water as a lion. Yeah. And um, and then we spoke about, well, as soon as you are looking for that lion to enter your life, but you are a pussycat yourself, so you're not the integrating the yeah. lion within, uh, you're going to create a codependent cycle. Yeah. So that's how we create unhealthy, toxic relationships. And I we're I done with those. I actually shy away I shy away from the strength instead of embracing it on the, the on because that's what I'm l um, I'm looking for. Uh, 
it's it's either I am the strong person or I just shy away. So we went from uh, having to integrate trust and safety in last week in the session to having to integrate strength. What else does the line represent for you? Power. Power. Stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think these three words like represent like uh, yeah, stability. Mm-hmm. Strength. Yeah. Leadership. Yeah, uh, so I, I would say, like, yeah, I, I actually think that's st- groundedness, stability. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm very volatile myself as a, as a person in the sense that, you know, Italian like I'm changing, passion. the passionate, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I'm really, uh, I really like travel, moving. So I kind of like a ground, more grounded, uh, strong, stable uh, energy next to me is uh mm. is definitely what i'm looking for but and and i'm happy to embrace it to embrace it within yourself yeah so not just next to you but within yeah. you as within so outside yes <laughs> annoying i know but first no, no, true, first true, no, very, first but very <laughs> true very true so for the listeners who have not had an experience like this when you say you saw a lion what does it mean like i had the vision while i was staying with my um eyes closed comfortably sitting lying <laughs> on uh, <laughs> on a very comfy bed uh, um i just i had a vision I, it's so w- during an experience that's so much going on like this is just like a moment uh in w- it's like uh it's kind of the experience like loads up something uh like loads up an experience a message and then the message comes and it, and uh, so everything else that happens uh like it can be physical sounds uh it, it, the experience talks to you in different languages mm. uh, and it might comes might develops into a vision so you see while with your eyes closed i had this image of this men lion coming out of the water Mm. of a pool so uh using the examples of everybody else who was there we noticed that actually the language of every single person was different for one it was about words another one was mathematical another one was in hyperspace and geometric figures and then another one was in the water with the mermaids uh, swimming um uh, so it's both sound it's both uh, smell it could be either smell it could be e- either uh, color either shapes either geometry either mathematics either language which one is your language i think it's uh, I, I think it's a mix of everything <laughs> <laughs> it's you're a po- polyglot <laughs> I'm a polyglot I'm totally because i mean for uh, like uh, it's also like the smells that, that you tell me like when when you were you were burning sage at some point in yes. it was exactly when i was burning my wow. my mother beautiful so it was it, it's like everything like sounds get uh, like i turn the sounds into sensations and visions uh then it, it melts the vision melts into physical feelings energetical uh i i constantly need to move because i feel the vibration from inside it's it's just like an a, f- a fully fully sensorial experience mm. i don't i don't re- i cannot really 
say that I have one that uh, overlaps the others or that is main mainly uh, mm. I recognize that um, and watching you is like uh, watching a horizontal very active Ashtanga yoga session <laughs> a lot going on <laughs> a lot yeah, going on yeah. in that body beautiful this time I also I try to be a little bit more calm and control instead of letting it lose but to keep it uh, um, keep it in and see and focus more on uh, uh, on the on, on the on trying to uh, be re re like um, aware and mm -hmm. no like a be a be ready to receive mm -hmm. more than going out and uh, giving through uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. So you associate movement and body and physical, uh, yeah, dance sort of as a giving energy. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I, uh, I, I would like to try one one time to let to let to see what's happening if I let loose with my body, yeah. just like to embrace the experience. Yeah, like uh, I think it's gonna be really. Because I use I, my body is, is a really good vehicle for my mind. I found mm. out that's why Ashtanga is is really good for mm. me because it's like no talking, no nothing, no props, uh, no st no stopping, just breathing, no water, no <laughs> nothing, just like a breath, yeah. movement, mm. and body, and go through things. Mm. Um, so uh, I think I want to try and uh, like. Uh, an an experience like that just to see how uh, how the experience is via the movement but i also think that it's good for me to try to control the movement at the same time as you did the last time to try to calm me down <laughs> tame <laughs> the lion tame the lion <laughs> twitching <laughs> like a fish <laughs> um so um so yeah uh, it, it was uh, like i would say like i would describe this as a more mature uh, experience than the mm. than the first one. Beautiful. Yeah. There was a, the theme of sexual energy. Yeah, so theme of sexual energy is always recurring. Um, like I also had some breath work before, and uh, with my friend Jamie <laughs> again. Hey, Jamie. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <Abba>, Jamie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Jamie is. So sor sorry, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's great. Uh, she's a friend of mine. She's also an Ashtangi. So she uh, and, um, and uh, uh, we were. She had a uh, she organized a retreat uh, uh, on on Ibiza. Uh, and there was like this great breathwork uh, person uh, who gave like a breathwork class, and um, and so I did my first breathwork session there, and it was like uh, crazy. <laughs> I just like have felt like a, a surge of sexual energy, a female sexual energy, uh, from my pelvic floor uh, rising up, and uh, it was like really intense, mm. uh, uh, and uh, you know like I was. Breathing and uh, like letting it all out and uh, almost screaming, mm. and at some point it calmed down and uh, I started crying. So it was like also a lot of like emotional release. Um, the same kind of thing happened. Uh, well, but like I think ten times stronger probably. Mm. Uh, it was really uh, difficult to 
to be it. to con not to control yeah to I would say to control it but it was uh, I was never out of control and in, in the whole you know um, it's harnessing it, a better word yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was like uh, and then at some point uh, I managed it was like a swirling in the it, it kind of didn't have any escape it was just like mm. swirling and trying to find a way to manifest and get out mm. um but and there was also like at the beginning it was kind of love it kind of shifted so there was like this whole uh, experience of consciousness bliss would which turned into love mm. uh like a, a romantic love mm. uh, that i still have inside um and so it's also like a, a, a message that, you know, like it's not that you're not able to love or you're out of love. You don't have anyone you love. You do have someone that you love right now, even if it's technically it it's not, not working out. Yeah. It's, not, it's not meant, um, but you do. Mm. Um, and that's great. Mm. Uh, and then and then it kind of shifted into uh, the sexual ele ele element. Mm. Uh, and that was very very intense but then it i managed to harness that and that became like a healing energy in the body and that's what got rid of grief sadness and uh, kind of a, i would say like not really anxiety because there's n but but sort of like a, that this kind of un yeah the the fear the mm. unworthiness this these kind of things so a couple of things come up um one is related to the fact that we all have our superpower and there is a magical way in which the mushroom shows us well this is yours and there that's how i discovered my superpower in my left hand with the healing i didn't know i had that kind of uh, energy working through me but I discovered it through the mushroom. Hey, you, you can use this hand. This is the hand for healing for you. So in a sense, I feel that perhaps the message was similar for you with respect to the sexual energy and harnessing it, like you learned to harness it in the previous session, was the catalyst for the healing that you needed to receive in order to establish that safety and trust that you are now walking the earth with. But that sexual healing or sexual force that healed you doesn't end with you it helped you but it can now help others whenever you're ready that's why you feel yeah. so open to the world rather than introverted yeah because you're ready now to step into the into the, the place where you are no longer the one needing to be healed but the one who's ready to bring the healing forward not for nothing, you started your shiatsu practice yeah. last week. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things happened last well, week. No, 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 not last week. I've been, I've been doing the shiatsu like for for long. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, mm, well, I started, I graduated one year and a half ago. So it's been, and I've been practicing for some time. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to change a lot now. Mm. Uh I have my first treatment tomorrow. Oh, that's that's what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Tomorrow you have the f you give yeah. the first treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So tomorrow is like um, the first treatment that I'm gonna give after uh, the two sessions. So I'm really excited to see how it's gonna be. Mm. I think it's gonna be very 
deep and uh, I think the way that I'm going to approach it is going to be very different. Just like also like in terms of sensitivity. So shiatsu is about listening to the body. Um, so mm. I'm going to be much more receptive. So are you now feeling okay with allowing the sexual energy to become a force for healing rather than something that can be perceived as perverse or in intru intrusive? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I think it's like uh, how I fuel myself. Mm. Uh, is it's just like it's a creative force that I have. Uh, so it just like m I want to manifest my creativity more, um, and that's also like a, b a bit my. Uh, I think my w what uh, like a, a characteristic that I've always kept it like as a kind of a part of my personality, but I would like to develop it more and make it like more part of my life. So it was dormant, and you're willing yeah. to let it awaken. Um, when it comes to sexual desire, I like to uh, refer to Jung sometimes, and mm -hmm. sometimes uh, uh, Jung uh, developed the um, uh, archetypes. And he viewed even the sexual desire or sexual energy through the lens of the archetypes. So he believed that the archetype uh, of sexual desire or sexuality is was represented by Eros. So that, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. but that's known. It wasn't him who came up with this, yeah. and it represented love and the life force. And um, when you're faced with the archetype of Eros, it can have a profound uh, impact on your psyche and the way you experience and express yourself creatively into the world. So he made some links and they were indeed related to both creativity, healing, but um, also uh, not just uh, pertaining to those two, but uh, also to connection and intimacy, both with yourself and with others passion and vitality that you can bring into life and specifically what I really liked because today the way you were speaking very philosophically after the session I don't remember the quote that you that you said but I thought I should write this down uh, it, it, they were different in their similarities yes <laughs> they, were, they were very different in their similarities yeah, <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I would describe the two experiences yeah, yeah. so errors in uh, Jungian uh, um, uh, descriptions also refer to uniting opposites, so bringing together the two polarities, which I again like because it refers back to the beginning of our session today, which was so uh, synchronous and so beautiful in how it worked because all of you were showing up in pairs, <laughs> so masculine, feminine, ringing the bell, finding each other at the door, meanwhile you've never met before. Uh, and then all of you in a way or another, one way or another, most of you, not everybody, was looking for the love, the defining love and relationship and the yeah, defining union, both within themselves and uh, outside. Yeah, I think I especially, it, it, that's also why the, the group setup, uh, I think it's very important. And also like it's nice, I think, to do it with people that you don't know. Uh, and see what you find because ah, uh, nice. then you can um, it, the people become a little bit of a mirror I found with uh, with one person that we had like a, kind of the opposite 
side of the same. Mm. Uh, so we were looking for the same from different perspectives and directions. And, uh, you know, it helped me a lot already while we were sharing the experience to understand a bit more of mine. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, thi- cool. I think it's nice. It's nice to do it with people you, you know, uh, but it's better to do it with people. I mean, it's my but personal opinion, but it's better to do, to do it with people you don't know. And uh, uh, great, and uh, uh, you know how I listen to you because last time you said, "Oh, I want to do this in nature next time," and yeah. this time I tried to bring the nature to you. <laughs> I collected all the plants that I had around the house, and I put them right next to. I didn't know where you were going to sit, but I put them in a spot, and you went sitting right there on that spot. <laughs> yes. Well, we ended up having one plant dropping. <laughs> well, Luckily that's, not that's nature. The <laughs> 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 that too is nature. Yes. <laughs> So that was uh, funny. And now you mentioned, oh, I would like to experience this. So y- watch what you wish for because I make your wishes come <laughs> true. <laughs> I would like to experience this, how it feels when really allowing yourself to move through the body. And yeah. I'm envisioning immediately like a festival where we yeah. come together with the graduates of these sessions that now no longer are uh, strangers because they are united through this force of love that travels through, I feel, through this space uh, when people enter and uh, that we may dance uh, on the substance, that we may take the plant medicine and allow it to move us in whatever. Then you can go wild. Then I'm not going to try to tame (laughs) you. (laughs) That could be be the the, the right setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that will be fun. And uh, in closing... Uh, I want to start a new tradition with you, mm-hmm. uh, and that is, uh, imagine that I will interview another participant in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be one uh, question that you would ask that participant? Uh, it's like, uh, think of five concrete steps that you're going to take as you walk out that door. Brilliant. I love it. Thank you, Indigo. You're very welcome. Thank you for the beautiful work you do, for the beautiful person that you are, and the beautiful energy that you bring into the world. And it's been a pleasure to host you. Thank you, likewise. <laughs>